Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Jay here from Stratford Paddock. This is the Paddock Podcast, and it's a bit of a reunion. It's like the uh, Academy Review reunion. <laughs> We've got the original Academy Review presenter, Dave Pritt. How are we doing, Dave? Not too bad, mate. Yeah? yeah. All right? Yeah. Been, had a busy weekend? Yeah, I've been a bit... Um, bit <laughs> bit alcoholic, but you know, been good. It's alcoholic. Bit alcoholic. Just a little bit. That's what I used to say for many years. Uh, we've also got the housewives' favourite, Alex Bagley's back. How are you doing, Baggers? I'm good, mate. Really good. Yeah, good, good to, to be, see you. Good to be back. I yeah. have to apologise, right? Because I did say to you, come on the, the podcast, it'll be me and Steve. And yesterday on the live, we did say it was going to be me and Steve. Uh, but Steve's not in today, so it's me yeah, and Dave. And that. Sorry, it's sorry, everyone. It's better, isn't it? Come Can on. I talk about football? Exactly. You know, you'll bit. get your fill of me and Steve on the brew. You don't need it all today. Anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about the usual nonsense, man. It's just uh, it's so boring, isn't it? Everyone's losing their mind about United again because, you know, apparently you can't go throwing referees around and, uh, and, get, and getting sent off. It's not No, you can because... Well, you, you know, you can Unless so, you're a United player. Yeah, unless you're a United player and everything's the same. Uh, also, we're going to be talking a little bit about Marcus Rashford missing missing the international break, which I'm sure you'll all be devastated about. So get involved in the chat and the comments. Let's start with the referee stuff, right? Because we all saw the Fulham game. Baggers, I'll start with you. Fulham lost their mind. And it was only like 40 seconds or something, wasn't it? Those three red cards. It was brilliant. Right. It was crazy because it was like Michael Silver got sent off as soon as Chris Cavanagh got to the monitor, as soon as he's looked at the monitor, he's gone, well, that's a red card for Willian. So he's come away and sent him off. And then as he's done that, uh, Alexander Mitrovic has lost his marbles and yeah. then grabbed him and kicked off, and he's got a red card. Now, you look at that and you go, three red cards, obvious, open and shut case, no drama. But now people are sort of trying to make a big deal out of it, and the likes of Darren Bennett and Chris Sutton are the two main culprits, making out like, well, you can't send Mitrovic off because you didn't send out off Bruno at Anfield, or why didn't you send off Bruno if you're going to send him off? Like, they're the same thing. I mean, am I alone here, or is this just nonsense? It's, it's complete nonsense. It's nowhere near the same thing. Like, it's... Touching an official is not right, but there's the thing in the rules in it that a yellow card is if it's just in a normal way. And he should have been booked Bruno for what yeah. he did, because you're not meant to do that. But there was no aggression to it. There wasn't... A, 
You didn't square up to him like Mitrovic did. Like, no. There's no way to even look at it. And Mar- I mean, Marco Silva just l- has lost his head. Yeah, it's yeah. Because it's one of them, in that situation, if he'd have just calmed everyone down a bit and gone, okay, let him take a penalty. If you have Mitrovic on the pitch, they'd have had another chance. Yeah. And he'd have probably got another header on target. No, I, I, yeah, they were I battering agree. us. We, they, were, they, we they, were dreadful yesterday. I mean, like, you normally think 10 men at Old Trafford, you got no chance, but they had a... They still could have won it in a cup game. Yeah, they could have thrown Dan James on a bit earlier. Whatever you do, keep Mitrovic on. If it's one-one, you still fancy them to do it because they were they were them set pieces were weren't dealing with well at all. Yeah, and you felt like there was another one of them going to come. But as soon as those two two um, decisions got made, nine nine men under complete control. United. And it's just it was it was daft because, like you said, in forty-five seconds, Fulham have gone from being they're going to win this tie to absolutely no chance they're out of it because look for as bad as United were yesterday as soon as it got to nine men you knew they just pop the ball around and be fine there was never going to be an issue with that we're going to keep keeping control of it I'm glad we scored early I'm glad we got that goal after a couple of minutes because I, I think if it had gone even if it goes five minutes even if it goes to 80 minutes they've got something to cling on to and sit back but United got that goal dead early and that just covered things and that just you know United played well after that controlled it well and Bruno did really well I think as well Dave, when you saw what happened and you saw like the reaction, like that sort of set for me. I was talking about this. It sort of set the tone a little bit, didn't it, for the rest it, of the, the team? And you see, you, you star player and your manager both lose the minds. It's, it, it's got to it was throw you off. A it bit. was crazy. I mean, what I don't understand is is obviously people who are trying to defend it or say this, that, and whatever. For me, if you're a neutral watching that, it's got to be one of the greatest things that's ever happened in football. It was, it was crazy. Well, I mean, was, that's you know, okay. Well, no, the <laughs> greatest thing. No, 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 one of the greatest things that's ever when, happened in football. When have you seen three red cards in the space of thirty seconds, and then two goals five minutes later? It, it, just, it was unbelievable yeah. to watch. I mean, from, from, from United point of view, it's like. It was crazy and like brilliant, but if you're in neutral watching that, it's it's got to be brilliant to it's watch. It's never happened before where that's not been caused by two players on opposite teams having a scrap or something. Yeah, yeah that was the was... whole thing. It was all self implosion. Now, Marco Silva said in his interview afterwards, he kind of went, "We've been stitched by Chris Cavanaugh this season," and I think that's what's gone in the back in the back of their Ooh. mind is that he stitched us up a couple of times this season. He said this. He said this. And he was waiting for something to happen. And I don't think that was the time to lose it. I think there might have been a shout for the penalty in the first, not the horrific dive. There was one like early on, I think Luke Shaw pushes mm. Mitrovic yeah, maybe. Was... But don't lose your head then. Like, I don't well, get it. Afterwards, his interview as well, he just had no remorse. It was just no. like, you know, he was complaining about the referee. He didn't think the card should have um, happened. He felt, did your team implode? And he was like, no. He clearly did. And it was like, I, f- I think all f- three of the red cards were unavoidable. I don't think Willian had to handball it. No. He, he could have turned his body. He's, if you watch it, the way he hits it, his body's behind it. It's crazy. And then... I think he's hitting the post as well. <laughs> I know, I'm not, I was a bit annoyed with Sancho at first. I thought he should have hit it earlier. He's done that a couple yeah. of times. He's I gone around he the keeper, hasn't he? He's keen to get it onto his right foot. And I thought, surely with your left, you can finish there. But I mean, it doesn't matter. He did no. It worked out well. But at the time, I was like, oh, am I... F- like you, I thought, is that even going in? Um, William, I kind of get it because I think you've been in that situation where you're yeah, on the line. He's... It's almost a bit instinctive, in it? You just try and block the shot. And I think, had it not, the weird, the strange thing about that is, right, Chris Kavanagh can see this and he doesn't give it as a penalty. Like, he, he goes, he has to wait for VAR, which is a bit surprising because I thought the, the angle he had, the view he had, he should have been able to see that was an handball. 
I think he disguised it quite well. When yeah. it in, in I don't know, full because speed. part of me is thinking, like, we saw it with uh, Andre Mariner against Palace, where it was a blatant on ball in front of him, and he didn't give it. And I, th- I don't know, sometimes I think the refs are too reliant on VAR. They're thinking, like, if I don't give it, VAR will sort it anyway. And I think the weird thing about that is, yesterday, is had he <sighs> give it, and it's not going to VAR, Silva doesn't get sent off, and maybe, you know, Mitrovic doesn't lose his, his head the way that he did. Because obviously, you know, he's, he's, he's rattled everyone. I don't know. Well, you know, I don't think it's, it's, um, with the manager. I've heard that it wasn't anything he said. It's because he encroached the VAR oh, okay. box. Yeah. And apparently that's a straight red. I, I didn't know about that. Right. Well, that's the thing with the manager. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I mean, I, I don't understand why he's gone over anyway, because it's not like, even if you are aggrieved at some of that's happened earlier, you're not going to help your cause for this VAR it's decision. It's not going to, like, he's not going to go, you know what? You're right. You're right. I should have <laughs> get, you know what? You're right. In fact, not only is it not a penalty, I'm going to send off. Sancho, <laughs> like it was just insane, and he's done that. Got a red. Mitrovic has lost the plot, and that is the game over. But I, this is, I, but I still can't understand why he's lost the plot. It's, I think he's just built up from the bad decision because he, the one he was like agreed with, I think there was the Antonio one early in the season. So Antonio has gone through and essentially juggled it through and then scored. <laughs> but apparently, because it's come off their keeper, well, the Fulham stupid, keeper, and come back, they couldn't go back and look at it. So it was a bit. It was a mad decision. But I think that has just built up in his head going, it's Chris Kavanagh, he's going to give us a bad decision. But that was nothing to do with it. I don't get it. But I do think there's got to be something done with what they're checking because this is getting a bit mad now. I just with feel like there's that, a there's an over-reliance on it and almost like no rest don't want to take responsibility. I remember the one at um, St. James's. Was it Nick Pope on Jimenez? Roll, is it Roll Jimenez, sorry? Yeah, yeah. And it was like, the ref's looking at it and you think, surely that's a penalty in a red card. But is there an element of, well, the rest not give it, it's not clear and obvious error. So VAR's sort of going, well, we're not going to get involved then. Do you know what I mean? I don't I think, I think not right. I think, doesn't, it? I think, because well, I always think as well, if the ref did give that, would VAR go, now you've got it wrong, have a look at the monitor? I don't think they would. I don't know. But even like the Southampton one last week didn't even get looked at. Yeah. You know, the, the, the handball. That's a handball, surely. Yeah. I think there's got to be, I think they, they switch it and make, you know, like how tennis have the challenges. I think your manager should get three again. I think oh, it was it. Free because it was, the, the he was tr- saying the trouble this. is take too long in football. I mean, right. even someone was suggesting this other day. I can't remember who it was. Who was on a podcast saying about tennis. It might have been Joe. I don't think he was suggesting he was talking about it. And um, I think the problem, the only problem with that is, I understand what you're saying is, if you've got three challenges, say it's like the 85th minute and you've not used any of them, and the opposition <coughs> score, and there's any sort of you're going to challenge it. Is it going to make it worse? You know, like the. Just using your challenges because may as well. Yeah, I think the I only think way the, sort of the way you can do it with challenges is you, you both get one. If yeah. it's a correct decision, if you say that was offside and it was, you can still keep your one. The moment you get one wrong, you're done. There's got to be something because th- there is something where it's, they're not picking up on no. really obvious ones, and yeah, I, I just don't get it. I think they should do it by capacity of the stadium. Yeah, you should get seventy-five. If you've got the most fans in the stadium, yeah, 
or you've got the biggest capacity in in England, you automatically get the decision. But the trouble is then, like, the Etihad will have four layers, they'll just build an extra layer on top then. And then they'll have four layers, four empty layers, is that what you're <laughs> saying to me? <laughs> they're actually trying to do that, they're trying to increase the capacity again, which I don't know, if you've got an issue around filling it, I don't know why you want to increase it, but it's beyond me, to, I, don't, I don't need to worry about that. Uh, we're getting some of the chats in the comments. Uh, Brian Casey says, do, don't understand why Silver lost it at the ref. VAR was the one who got the ref to go over and review it, yeah. I think he was aggrieved, like Baggers was saying, about an earlier decision, that's what he was trying to pull him up on, not this initial uh, VAR one. Rooney Tofflin says, magic of the FA Cup indeed, I dare them to use it. Uh, Danny says, we keep talking nine men, but United had a pen and against ten men. I mean, I think it was pretty much nine men straight away. Yep. Uh, Tina Tillerson Totoka says the nasty, the nasty ob team. Oh, the national team break can be good. I hope many of our players don't join in the squad. There are pick for Rashi has already pulled out the squad. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about as well um, was just this sort of the outrage that seems to be following United around a lot now, and it's usual suspects. We've seen like Dan and Ben. We've seen Richard Keys. Who's, sort of re, um, reinvented himself as this anti-United dude who has a thing about Vote Vegos. He hates Vote Vegos <laughs> for some reason that I don't really grasp. Um, he was coming out and saying, it. well, United were down 10 men anyway because they had Vegos and just the usual drivel. Chris Sutton on Five Live was talking about it and he said that about Mitrovic should get a 10-game ban, sorry, but he also said Bruno should have been sent off. Robbie Savage, to his credit, disagreed with that. What do you make of it all? Because it seems like every week, and you know, you might go, why do you talk about it? We talk about what's going on. Every week we seem to have this sort of, and a lot of it is faux, faux outrage against United it's, and this claims that United are getting, you know, treated better than other teams. It's going to get worse because it's because we've started doing well and we're not, we're doing well, but we're not doing great. We've won a trophy and we're still hoping to get into top four. I know we're in other competitions, but we're not challenging for the title or anything like that. Imagine when we are, what it's going to be like. It's just, it's, it's news at the end of the day. Or if you go on all the other shows and stuff what talking about that and all the journalists talking about that and ex-pundits it's got big views because it, the name Manchester United draws people in yeah. if there's something controversial as well which it shouldn't be but they made it controversial you're just going to get views no matter what you could I mean if it was Fulham against Southampton <coughs> do, you think, do you really think that they'd be talking about it as it was? No. What I, do you reckon Baggers? Is it just a bit of the old you know they know what people will click I'm on? I'm not worried clickbait. but at the same time after the whole thing about the City game Good point Ness it seemed to go over into the games and like mm. we got that palace that palace decision happened what three days later and mm. it was an obvious penalty like but you can tell it feels like the referees go oh we can't just if there's any kind of controversial stuff we have to kind of take a step back and maybe go let it off and it, it feels like it was three or four weeks until it ca kind of leveled itself it's back really, up again it's really good and i don't mind it as like I said it doesn't when people are losing their heads it's great it's great because like everyone says it means united are good again like liverpool got slate i mean they got slated when they were doing well again, people picking up things. It's what happens when you start playing well again. The worry is, decision next week. Now, the good thing is you've got an international break, so hopefully in three weeks' time, it's not going to be a not going to be a problem and there's not going to be something at St James' Park that go, that's that's happened. But it does feel like it, oh, we'll let you off. You know, we've, we've given you that one, so we'll let that one off. Whereas, again, United had nothing to play in that one yesterday. There's, there's things you go, oh, they got away with a, a dodgy goal or something like that. Nothing was influenced there. It was... A, Blatant handball. Marcus has lost his head. Easy. You could see, I was sat right in front of that. You could see him running towards me. He's going. I, he's I think going. There was the kid, right? It's weird because I was watching before I came here because I was here for the watch on this day. I was watching Sheffield United versus Blackburn. And they, Sheffield United, um, 
the lad, I think it's Robinson, he saved one on the line with yeah. his hand. Or not on the line, slightly in front of the line. But it was a penalty. And he got a yellow, right? He didn't get a red, which I thought was odd. I thought, sure, that's a red. Yeah. And then, as if to add insult to injury, two minutes later, he goes in quite almost two-footed on someone, takes him out, and that's a yellow. Yeah. He's already on a yellow. And you think, well, that's a yellow. So that's his second yellow. And he do not get a second yellow. And Sheffield United obviously went on to win the game. That was worse and more controversial than anything that you can associate with what, what went on at United. In terms of controversy, I don't think there's much controversy at United. Obviously, there's more drama with three red cards. But no one's really talking about that. No. And that could have been Blackburn Rovers in the semi-final of, a, of an FA Cup for the first time since God knows when, probably since the 1800s. Like, but no one's bothered. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no discussion about it. There's no analy analysing it. There's no, you know, it's not all over the papers. It's like, like, I mean, it's, I know it's not fair to say, but because no one cares, that's the problem. I think it's, it, it, it's, I mean, Blackburn, you know, fans will care, but... Yeah, yeah of course. Like, I mean, but, but you're right, it's not no, like but, a but global it should, or a but national it, news story. Yeah, the national news should be reporting and stuff like that, but they don't because they only, they're only interested in figures and numbers and unfortunately, they, them teams don't bring it in. Yeah, because I even saw Sheffield United fans there tweeting like, we've got away with one here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was, you know when your own fans are saying it's that. It's a big game. But both on. incidents saying that we could have got a red there and then he does something else two minutes later when he's on a yellow. And, and then we're going, oh, I hate it when he's playing in this VAR because it's just dodgy. Well, I think that's it, is the inconsistencies. Yeah. Like, if it's if that gets given a yellow and in the afternoon give it a yellow, and, you know, I see Dermot Gallagher all the time going, oh, you can't compare, it's got to be in-game and that's how you do it. But yeah. when you're doing this VAR and it's going away from the ground to someone else, you have to have consistency across the board. And I think that's the that's been the big thing about the Casemiro one. I... You know, I thought that was a red card last week. When you look at it, I think, you know what? Studs up, he's kind of lunged in a bit. But then you look back at the decision that didn't happen in that same week. That Pereira one on Jao Felix is this, a worse tackle. And you have to compare them. You should just get a red. It's the inconsistency. It doesn't make any sense that it's not happening across the board. It made sense when there was no VAR. You go, that's one ref being a bit more lenient. That's one ref not. But when it's when you go into yeah, the Yeah, when there's VAR, a team of people behind watching it. And especially on the same day in the same competition same kind of decision he's got to make he's got to be consistent yeah as a new you make a put there Dermot Gallagher who's hardly missed the Manchester United um he's been talking about it, and he was saying like when you talked about yes you want consistency but also certain incidents are different yeah and he was saying the Bruno one is completely different to the Mitrovic one he's you know he was talking about it. he spoke about it at the time when it happened and he said it's not a red because a the linesman's grabbed him and b's barely touched him like the linesman shouldn't have grabbed Bruno he's barely touched the linesman you look at Mitrovic he was out of control, really. I mean, he's grabbed yeah. the referee in an anger yeah. and, like, proper grabbed him. It's not the same. And you can see that one was yeah, a player if, slightly annoyed as he's trying to get a ball back as his team yeah. are getting battered. Another one who's just lost the plot because he sees the game and his chance of playing at Wembley, again, slipping away from after, him. After when he gave him the red card after he, like, shoved him, he was, if the referee wasn't walking back, he'd have gone right into him. Well, you had a point yeah. where United players were almost yeah. sticking up for the ref. Do you know what I mean? It was like... And then, then that's Shoreman, was it Tete? Oh, just... I love that. We've seen that, Shoreman Tete. <laughs> How wholesome is that? It's like, come here, bro. We don't need to worry about this. Oh, I love that. It was so funny. Um, I've got a load of Super Chats and uh, comments and chats to get into, but before I do, Spring has sprung, right? And our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, have the best tools for some spring cleaning in your pants. Trust me, trust me, eh? 
Like what players say, don't they, when it's a penalty. Trust me, ref. Trust me. It was an handball. Trust me. I swear down. Trust me. Your confidence will be blooming like the flowers. Look your best this spring and join the other 8 million men. It keeps going up, man. People are getting involved who trust Manscaped trademarks using the code DEVILS20 to get 20% off and free shipping. Because Manscaped are here to change the way us fellas, us blokes, mm -hmm. take care of ourselves and groom ourselves with the performance package. <laughs> Not 1.0, Dave. Not 2.0. No, not 3.0, 4.0, bro, wow. right? The 4.0, inside the ball care bundle, which is what you can get, you've got the Lomo 4.0, yeah, the trimmer. You've got the weed whacker, ear and nose hair remover, which men of a certain age like me, quality. yeah, do need that. And you've got the crop preserver ball deodorant, the crop reviver toner, the performance boxer briefs. I think I've got them on now. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So I mean, yeah. And yeah, the floor, I could sense. The welcome. I could see how relaxed he was and how he was pretty chill. Do you know what I mean? He was like Tete in that game yesterday. Yeah, he was just, he was just chill relaxed. Out. Just not, yeah. uh, no dramas. It's because he's got them boxer briefs on. Yeah. Maybe Tete had them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so you've got everything you can want there. Yeah. Revivers, toners, preservers, all that stuff. But not only that, you've got the shed travel bag as well. You can put all that good stuff in your shed travel bag. Walk off the bus, give a little thumbs up to the cameraman like you're playing in the game. And all this for 20% off and free shipping. So click on the link in the description. Use the code DEVILS20. 20% off and free shipping this spring. Sort out your spring cleaning. Your balls will thank you. And a big thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring this podcast as well. Um, right, let me get in some super chats and comments as well, and then we'll respond. Dale Gibson, who's been a member of the first team for 27 months, says three of the easiest, least controversial Reds you'll ever see. When he was talking about us or the decisions. Um, it's because it's United that these whoppers are piping up. Love that way, hate it again. I love that. I love the way he's, the language he's used there. Um, JXTXM says NFL has one challenge each half. If you win, you keep it. Works pretty well. Great show, lads. I don't really well, watch. The, the difference between there is, is the NFL, it stops. There's a lot of stoppage in play where there's a lot of moaning a moment about how, many, how much time the ball's in play during the actual game so if we're currently stopping it's they just need to get quick they have to find a way of getting and whether it's ref go over to the monitor straight away and have a look at it like, don't do this right we're going to look at it for 10 minutes yeah. first and then tell you you need it's to got, look it's got to be awkward it has to be quick because the, the referee's getting information in his ear and all the players are just like what's going on and he's like I don't know. It's even worse at Old Trafford where there's no because like other most I think it's only us in Anfield that don't have a screen so at least the crowd are going, I can see that there, because yeah. it was going. I hate it, because for us, when I'm in the you have to look and try and look through one of the executive box windows and the speakers see their screen. The speakers don't work, yeah. so there's no, no yeah, you VAR know, checking. Yeah. So you're trying to look at their screen, and my eyesight, you, you stood next <laughs> to me at the game, and I spend all the game going, who's that, what's that, what happened there? I'm a nightmare. Um, so you're trying to look through there and see what's going on the screen. I mean, it's completely pointless, but everyone tries to do it. So yeah, it does get a little bit annoying, and it spoils your excitement and enjoyment yeah. of the game for me. Uh, Red Lad, welcome to the academy. He's uh, new to the membership. Go and check out the members section as well. We've got new videos up there. You can join the Telegram group as well. Um, 
Lisa Crime says, hi, guys, you're amazing. Dale Gibson says, Dave Pritt with a last-minute sub for Steve. Proper strength in depth <laughs> at Paddock. I love that. Um, Tina Telefus. Sorry, let's let's try again. What? Tina Telefson to Tocca. Says, United earn the big outlets. Click and click becomes money. City, Arsenal, Spurs are not given the same amount of clicks as the mighty Manchester United. I agree with all that. Click, like, please hit that like button, like the video. Just before we talk about Marcus Rashford, I wanted to ask you both about what's going on with Spurs and Antonio Conte. What have you made about that? It's great, isn't it? Because there's a few people who, when things were going wrong for Ollie and it, Conte was there, who looked at him for might be worth getting Conte in because he's a winner. We didn't. We went with Tanag for the longevity. That seems to have been the right decision, doesn't it, really? Because I, I, I'm struggling to find any United fan who disagrees with that. No. I think, look, he, people go in, he's not got the squad. He spent £150 million on a squ- this summer on a squad that finished fourth ahead of Arsenal, yeah. ahead of United this season. Yes, we've spent more money. He spent a lot of money. Got some supposedly good players in. Basuma's cool. not worked out. There's not been that... But just the way he talks about it, you look how Ten Hag does on every single question of where you think we're at. Well, Man United, we should be winning games. I'll work with what I've got. You know, you look at yesterday, missing Casemiro, Eriksen, Varane and Martial out of the first team. Four that probably just go, there you go, they start. Yeah, no, I agree. And there was no, there was no complaining. There's not been that all season. There's been the odd time he's gone. You mentioned it after Betis has gone, I've not had a full fit squad, I think, since the, only the City game have had a full fit squad. But it's, there's no excuses to it all. He's worked with what he's got. Conte doesn't seem to want to do that. Conte seems to just go, do you know what? This is how I play football. I need these players. If I don't get them, right, cool, I'm going. And look, Tottenham, Tottenham's still got very good players there. Son, Harry Kane. Son's got worse. If, if, if a manager comes into United and made Marcus <coughs> Rashford as bad as Son's been this season, he'd be slated. I, I remember last season, people were saying... You know, in the summer, if you could, you'd swap some for Rashford. Even yeah. though Rashford's yeah. a, a bit younger. It's, it's people just, say that. I don't, I don't, I don't last, see many people that. I don't see many people arguing against that. Doing quite well, and Rashford wasn't. Yeah. So you can, it, they've just swapped roles. But I don't know, we can't say. We're, yeah, obviously with Ten Hag, I'd, I'd rather have him every day of the week. But I think he's got, he's right in some of the things he's saying about Spurs. They've just been getting away with what they've been doing for, for years. At the end of the day, they've spent all that money on that stadium they're, they're a team in London they've got but probably the, I know is he the greatest striker of the Premier League team, but they'll have the numbers of scoring all the goals Yeah, they should be doing something and winning stuff the mentality of the whole club's just like oh we'll just get top four and see how it goes and as long as they're bringing money and I think that's all that matters to him they need that team should be winning stuff and well, do you think, just think back on the, the point about the transfers let me just run through some of the transfers they made this summer yeah he brought in Perisic on a free. Which is a Conte signing, big yeah, time. Yeah, mm. and I'm not going to go through all of them because they did a lot and some of them I've never even heard of. Um, Bissouma, 25 million, which a lot of people wanted him at United and thought that was a bit of a bargain. Richarlison from Everton was 60 million. Jed Spence from Middlesbrough was 12.5 million. Now I mentioned him because a lot of people wanted him at United when yeah, he was yeah, talking absolutely. about how he was a United fan. Uh, Christian Romero for 42.5 million. There's a couple of others there, in the undisclosed, and players that were just, you know, younger players or reserves or whatever. But you're looking at, you know, if I just do some quick maths, it's around 150 million they spent there. Yeah. If not more, if, you know, if you go through some of them undisclosed. But how many of them go into the first team? Well, that's it, you signed badly, but United managers have never had that, you know, they made, you know, it was it was the board signing it, we're trying to get cheap yeah. players. 
no one got that that credit United. No one gets told, oh sorry Mourinho, I know you only got the Man United, but that's you know we didn't know you wanted him and things like that. No one got mentioned that. They said at Spurs. The only thing is you said there Spurs should be doing something. It gets to a point where you go, do they? Like yeah, Chelsea they spent that much money. They should be doing something. Liverpool should be doing something. United should. There's too many teams in there to go. Not he even, has to do. Not it. even like the League Cup. They, 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 they've got to be winning something. There are team based in London who've got money. They've got one of the best stadiums in the Premier League. Yeah. They should be doing something. They've but got no the players they've got. Well, they don't care. But, but again, the managers and everyone don't care about the cups. I think United have gone about it the right way by going for the cups this year because it it lifts everyone. Is that it the ma- lifts is everyone. It, it's the same thing every time though. Is it the managers or are they being told? Listen, you have got to focus on getting top four. Forget the cups. I don't know. It's I, just the thing is that the reason I'm asking about. Um, Antonio O'Connor and your thoughts is because he had this sort of mini meltdown on it where he's he's gone full turbo Jose Mourinho criticising the players saying basically they're not up for it criticising the club itself or the fabric of the club like why do we never win anything here you've got to ask yourself that what, you know what's the reason behind it um, he, you know this is after they drew with Southampton when they were leading with like two minutes to go I think they did concede two late goals I think or three, I think yeah it was three no three, it was 3-0 up was it 3-0 up 3-1 no, three three one. One. and they've conceded two yeah. goals and he's just gone on this run he's obviously had enough I mean exactly Spurs aren't even in that bad a position they're actually I think the fourth yeah, yeah. and so they're still doing well um, but yeah he's obviously had enough and it, it sort of shone a light on people going there was this debate going weren't, weren't there early in the season or not early in the season I should say last season did we miss out on not getting Conte now at the time when Ragnick came in Conte got Spurs fourth people were going he should have gone with Conte Gary Neville I remember arguing with Michael Richards on Sky Sports was making a point of the reason we didn't get Conte is because you wouldn't get Conte in just at the end of the season and we wanted Ten Hag in the summer and mm. um, you know right now that looks like it's come to through it uh, comes to fruition that looks like it's been the, the right move and I'm, I'm pretty confident I think you right mentioned move. Ragnit there though and you there's a load of United fans last year and I think even still this you know, part of this year going look what he exposed look what he said look what he's done this and Conte's doing the same thing you go well a better manager comes in you don't have to expose these things you know it's one of them we all know the issues at Manchester United Football Club and mm. Ragnick's obviously laid them out if you get a good manager in that knows what he's doing he just signs the players he needs and plays good football and you mm. do that Liverpool have issues and if you know someone comes in and it's slated Liverpool but Klopp doesn't and he has done quite well with them if you get a good manager in that signs the right players you don't need to be going on press conferences and slating the board and things like that and that's where you know Tottenham fans now will be going look what Conte's doing and all this they got if they got ten Hag in, they wouldn't have it wouldn't have mattered. He'd have been, he'd have got them better. He's a better manager. I think well, a lot of Spurs fans though will be happy with what you said. People are happy with Ragnick though, and look mm. what. But he's gone. Ten Hag said, "Don't worry about that. Let's just sign these players. We'll be fine." And it's worth. And there's a way of managing these th- situations. And Conte isn't doing it very well. He isn't. I also am almost as an aside. I think losing Benson Kerr was a massive blow for them. You know. He's, He's a such a player for yeah. them, and like I, I might be wrong here, but wasn't this around the time that Conte wasn't well? And I think he's either come back or just before he's got ill. Um, Benson Kerr's out for basically the season, and that's such a blow for them because he's they're such a better team when he plays in that team. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a blow. That's probably angered him a little bit as well because it's like I've lost, you know, one of my best players. You're right. Son's not scoring. Richarlison has he's pretty much been a disastrous signing for him. Despite the fact that Everton had a decent return and was one of those players who, you know, could, they could they could rely on, who could get him goals, not prolific, but you know, he'd pop up with a goal every three games, or whatever, and he just he's absolutely 
having a stinker at Spurs. He's, he's done twice now. He's celebrated like he's scored the winner in the World Cup final. Both times VAR have told him, you know, it's not happening, sunshine. So I do feel a little bit sorry for him. And then you say, like, Bissouma, I've only seen him a couple of times, so forgive me for getting this wrong, but he's looked terrible in a Spurs shirt. And then some of the other signings as well. Jed Spencer thinks already gone out on, on yeah. loan already. Uh, I'll get in some of the comments, and then we'll talk about Marcus Rashford. Uh, good to see Ross Murphy, uh, Witterbird, um, Emma Kay, and Glenn F all in the chat um, as well. I think um, I'm just going to go through some of the, the comments as well. Uh, Amar says Levy built the stadium to attract NFL and F1 partnerships. Um, Bo CA from California. I will debate that with Modric and Bale, Spurs were legit contenders, but after destroying Inter Milan, they went and played Real Madrid, only to be down a goalkeeper 15 minutes into the match. Uh, Solo in the chat as well from the United Agenda, always good to see him. Uh, John Shin is in the chat as well. Um, superstar. Superstar, John TikTok Shin. Superstar. TikTok, is he a TikTok superstar? I think he's just a social media influencer now. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's everywhere, John Shinnon. He's like the most likable man ever. Um, and he says good things here. He says, Paddock, like the, the damn video, fam. Listen, John, we won't have that language on here, son. <laughs> hey, you're not an American now. Well, you are in America, but we're yeah. not. Yeah. Um, should we talk about Marcus Rashford? Yeah. Eric Tenag. Genius. Genius. Managerial genius. Um, it's just been announced, just before we came on here, that uh, Marcus Rashford has pulled out of the England squad um, because of injury. Um, he's got injuries. Um, I'm just going to go through. United put out a post. It says, Marcus Rashford has been forced to withdraw from the England squad. Um, the Manchester United forward sustained a knock during the 3-1 victory over Fulham in the Emirates FA Cup um, at Old Trafford. So he's out of the England squad. Now, I just want to point something out here, right? I'm not questioning this. Right? United have played, I'm just having a look now, 26 games in the league. Yeah, I know this happened in the FA Cup. 26 games in the league. Marcus Rashford has played every single one of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. good and in all but about one season, I'm, I'm just having a quick look here. In all about four of them, he started. No, about three of them, sorry, he started. Yeah. So he's pretty much played every week for Manchester United. Yeah. I think he's played the third amount of the most games than anyone. He's played four games in the FA Cup. He's played eight in the Europa League. And he's played six in the AFL Cup. He's played 44 games this season for a total of 3,294 minutes. Yeah. Good, so he's good been laughs. ever present, and he's just sods lowering it for the kid. But as soon as it's England, oh. he picks up that knock. I am gutted for him because that is such bad luck that you're fit throughout the entire season, and then as soon as these meaningless internationals come up, you pick up that injury. Oh, bro, I Gut, feel for you. Gutted for him because I know he really wanted to play against Italy and Ukraine. He, he did, really did. He uh, did, and you know, it's just, just what can you do? It's just such a bad coincidence. Um, that it, that that's happened for him. I've got a theory, isn't it? I Go on, I, I love it. I just think, um, I think it's because the wrong manager's in charge. Right, okay. Oh, no. Give us a, no, go on, we'll have this. We'll do this. Oh, no. Right, if anyone doesn't know, a few weeks ago, when was it you said this? It was this? the World Cup. It was no. the World Cup. We didn't watch long for the World Cup, right, because we were bored and we thought, why not? <laughs> um, 
But Dave said something that, at the time, I'm not going to lie, seemed ridiculous, right? What producer, did you say, Dave? Producer Ethan was laughing Producer in Ethan was laughing, laughing my face. his head off, right? In hysterics. He was laughing like he's not laughed since they signed Chris Wood, right? <laughs> Go on. What did you say? I said Southgate should have gone. Right, okay. And then he's like, who are you going to get in? And I said... Don't tell me. Tell, tell, down the barrel. Go on. Give me his... Give... I said uh, a young man called... <laughs> a young man. So, young, young Welsh man called Steve Cooper. <laughs> right. It's not that horrendous as a shout. It's not that bad. It's a great shout. Um, yeah, I um, I was a little bit bemused by it. I was like, Steve Cooper, the guy that's like, at the time, I think Forrest would bottom or there or thereabouts. It did seem a little bit odd. But now, a few people have jumped on this. Like, <laughs> and I can hear his, um, producer Ethan. There's this old no. Like, giving you, uh, but it's not like, the most ridiculous well, was comment. He un, was he under 21 manager? He was Green? under 17s and he won the World Cup with him. It makes sense then. Because that's he's the got same the, kind of appointment yeah. as Southgate was. It but would so, make sense. a more successful one. And someone that's better, yeah. And, that's and good, good didn't manager. get relegated from the Premier League. Yet. And the thing <laughs> is, like, <laughs> the one thing I will say, because I'm not a Southgate fan, if, if you used to swap it, if you used to put Gareth Southgate in charge of Forest, does he get does he get him promoted? Does he take him from what would he's second bottom? Can Kaylen Navas promotion? doesn't sign? Sorry? Kaylen Navas doesn't sign for Forest <laughs> with, with Gareth Southgate in charge, does he? He doesn't go, yeah, that's where I want to go. Do <laughs> you remember uh, when people were saying well say people, Danny Murphy or whatever, saying that we should have got Southgate instead of Tanak. That yeah. looked like a good one. Oh, no. Um Yeah, so you feel vindicated. You mean no, you've gone early with this vindication. It's, it's, it's gonna happen. Yeah? Yeah. Right, okay, you heard it heard it here first. Steve Cooper, next England manager. Um just on the Rashford front. In all seriousness, do you think this is Enix and I going, you're knackered, you need a breather, do you really need to play for England in these games? Because he's looked, I think personally, a little bit shattered over the last few weeks, Marcus. I think he has. I think that even yesterday, it was only nine, you know, down to nine men, game was pretty much over when he come off. I think he stays on because he wants to get as many goals as possible. And I'm sure, I think Ten Hag wants him to get as many goals as possible as well. I think in any other scenario, leaves him on. I think he goes, you need a break. Well, I think uh, Bruno, Bruno's the next one as well. I think I heard a stat the other well, day that Bruno's played more minutes than any other player in the top five, five leagues, including goalkeepers. Yeah, Bruno Which Fernandes. ridiculous. And also, when you look at how he plays, like, he's running non-stop. In the 90th minute, he's running around like it's the first minute. So that makes it even... Um, what's this guy going on about? Some saying... No, he didn't. I'm not even going to read that out. He can, you can go in a... a Time out, son, think about what you're doing. Um, <laughs> it's like being at home with the kids. Come here, you. Give me that, give me that phone. No, no screen time, time for, you for the next week. There you go. You're going to learn the hard way. Um, yeah, it, it's a weird one with England because most of us aren't bothered, are we? Well, I, th I think when tournaments are not I know you're, you're a no, proper well, tub thumping with St. George in my heart, keep me God English. God save the king. God save the king. Brexit means Brexit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's you. Back on that again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Dave's got a bulldog tattoo on one shoulder and a Union Jack on the other. Do you know Union what I mean? flag. Union Jack. Yeah, flag. But yeah. yeah. um, well, these, who cares about these international? No, these friendly. Go what can I say? No, leave what, it. What are you no, say? Don't do it. Let's not. He thinks Britain first are a legitimate party. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> 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 Why did it on the ballot? What's going on here? He doesn't vote Britain first and he never has done. I've just got to get it out before you start getting trolled. Uh, sorry. 
<laughs> I love the fact that uh, bangers panic then. When it's like, not, it's just, don't no, do it. No, don't do it. We've had them scenarios PTSD before. PTSD with Steve. Yeah, it never ends. It. Yeah, it never ends well. Um, Darren C says, guys, pick one pass player you think would fit perfectly in this current United side. Up the Reds. Can you say hi to my lad, Jake? Hi, Darren. Hi, Jake. Um, thank you for your support. Um, sorry, who would fit perf- <coughs> one pass player you think would fit perfectly in this current United side? Paul Scholes. I think we're all right in midfield. What? Did you, what? Casemiro when he's fit. Yeah, and, and Paul Scholes will next to him. It's the best midfield partner. Edwin Van der Sar. Okay, I like that. That's not but a bad shout. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. De Gea made some good saves last night, but when we used to have Van der Sar, we used to be on the attack constantly because the moment he got the ball, he looked for an outlet. And I don't think Rooney our current goalkeeper does. Rooney would be unbelievable. Yeah, Rooney, I was, the, Rooney yeah. was my one. I was thinking also. Skinhead Rooney. I think rude. Yeah. I mean, if you're swapping no respect to Volt Vegos, you're swapping Volt Vegos for Reed Van Nistelrooy. I think, I think we're winning I think, everything. I think Rooney's a better. I think Rooney runs as much yeah, about Vegos. Yeah. And he's Rooney's also probably better. Rooney. Yeah, Rooney would do what Vegos does is come deep and, and, the ball, and then go forward and score. Goals. Yeah. yeah I mean. Maybe it's Wayne Rooney. I just think we've, I've watched Marcel Savitzer and McTominay for 75 minutes yesterday and <laughs> quite like Paul Scholes just to be there. Even 34, 35 year old Paul Scholes would have been quite good yesterday. Yeah, 35, 34 year old Paul Scholes was still the one that came back. Running. Yeah, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Um, Scholes on the bench against City. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, I'm trying to look through some of the, the you know, loads of loads of people get involved in this. Uh, Joe S says RVP. RVP would be a good shout. Yeah, absolutely. If you got our peak RVP for that one season we had him when he was at his best in this team. Emma K says G Sun Park. I mean, we've got the new one. He's called Fred. I like G Sun Park, right? I do. I'm not knocking you, Emma. But I think it would be absolutely insanity if you could get one player <laughs> from, from history, history of Manchester United. <laughs> you got the guy that got left out of the 2008 Champions League squad. Biggest mistake Fergie made, though. Was it? That's what he it's, like going, it's like Yap Stam's not there. <laughs> it's like going um, Darren Fletcher. Good yeah, player, that, but, yeah, good player. Great player. But is he like, you know, you could have anyone. John, John, I mean? John O'Shea. O'Shea. I'd, I don't know, right? I think. Where where do we where the obvious one for striker in it? Because yeah. that's yeah. one where you know we're gonna sign someone. Like you can get obviously you could go and get um Ever or um Irwin at left back and they'll probably improve on, on Luke Shaw. Well, they do improve on Luke Shaw, or you can go out and get, you know, um I don't know, who's Gary Neville at right back or whatever, and that'd be an improvement on Wam But I don't think it's a bigger jump as if you swap Vegos to even Marshall is fit with someone like a Rooney. Yeah, yeah I think so. Rooney. I think as, like striker wise, if if they were when they were fit, I think someone like a Louis Saha would do well in this team as well. Right. A fit I Louis like Louis Saha. No, no, a fit one because the way he's positioned is. Yeah. So you want to swap a Frenchman Vegos. that's constantly injured for another Frenchman for for Louis Saha. <laughs> when he was when he when he was fit, no no because he, he was him and, him and Martial could have a good time no, no, on the no, bench no. together, on the He's treatment table together. I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just saying it's weird with Saha. He was, he was a goal. I loved Saha when he was at United, but there's two things I always think about. Right, on one on one, sometimes he, he'd leave me frustrated, um, and he was injured a lot, but he was quality. Yeah, he was. When he when he had that run when we was it 2007 in the Champions yeah. League, and he, he was playing constantly. Get. I would you was, not have though, if you're gonna have a striker? Would you not have either if it's not Rooney or RVP? Would you not have York or Cole or even Sheringham? Sheringham yeah. shouting his team. He don't forget he got PFA player and top yeah. scoring one season, didn't he? 
you know what I mean? And Solskjaer. Solskjaer would be good in this squad. He played on the right-hand side as well, as well a bit fit in there, which we don't have any cover Anthony. Solskjaer would be a good player for You know, he'd be really good in this team, but we all hate him. I, I still, despite everything that went on, have a little bit of a soft spot just because of 2008. Carl Severs. Severs. Yeah, yeah. He would. In this team, mm. with the press that we love to do and linking up and all that stuff and everyone sort you, of in the change. You could have been back there, could you? No. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Um, we'll get into some more of your comments. Uh, Abinav Verma says, Anthony Martial is a former player that could do bits for us too soon. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Dale Gibson says, Andy Cole up front would be do a madness as well. I agree. Uh, Bosa says, Denny Serwin for me, for sure. G Singh says, Cantona. Liam Clark says, um, Carrick. Um, Dale Gibson said, interesting that no one said Ronaldo. It's weird, isn't it? Because you like we peak him, Ronaldo. We had him in this team at the start of the season. Yeah. We, 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 did you see that goal he scored the other day? I've tried not to, because it's just... The, the free kick, where yeah. everyone just moves out the way. Yeah. It's like <laughs> the parting of the Red Sea. It's like they're basically going... Just there. Where do you want it? Make sure you don't get in the way, goalkeeper. Right, go on. And then he runs off like he's just scored the winner in the World if Cup. If he'd have just, you know, been all, all right and just sat on the bench for a bit and come on and scored a few goals, he'd have been all right. If he'd just been all, just sound. If he'd just, nothing. I don't know. Like, if, I, I, I wonder, I wonder when it, you know, if we'll ever find out the truth. Because we've heard his truth, which is obviously slightly biased. Um, but was there a little bit of, I want to go, no. But you know, I you know, can, you know I what can, they need. I needs can to... sign for someone else, and you I don't think, want me. I think there was a. If you, if someone comes in for you, will go, and this list of teams is this, and I think he just got round to the last last team that came in for him. I think Chelsea did bid for him. I think Ten has just gone. The situation we're in. If I sell you to Chelsea right now, when we've just lost our two opening games, I can't do it. And I think that he probably could have gone there, but but, I did. Whatever it was. It thing is, he'd have gone to Chelsea, right? And you'd have had the same issue at United. Because they were going turbo in the transfer. It'd be like Aubameyang now. Because he's, he's in the changing rooms at Barcelona last night, <laughs> celebrating with the, their team. Is he what? what uh, he's been playing tennis in Barcelona. He's not, he doesn't live in London. Oh my God. He's not gone back <laughs> to Barcelona. No, he just doesn't play. He just doesn't turn up for Chelsea. He just goes and sits at And they're not bothered because he's got 42 players and he, they can't yeah, have them all. They can't have them The training Mental. ground. <laughs> Um, with Santa Knotts, what's he said? Someone's laughing. He said, Santa Knotts is Gary Bertels. <laughs> yeah, prolific. The former carpet fitter. Eh? <laughs> how, how good are you when you're a carpet fitter and you play for Manchester United? Our record signing at one point as well, slightly before my time. Rancy Grape says, Roy Keane, but he'd be suspended more than playing in today's game. Imagine a keynote tackle on VAR. Um, don't forget to hit that like button, people. There's over 3,000 people watching. We've only got 375 likes. Before we wrap up, Alex Bagley, give us your Wally of the Week. I was going to go for... There's, there's a few with the presenters, but who's the presenter on Sky that does the Dermot Gallagher? What's his name? Oh, what's his name? Can't think of his name, but him. Because today, when Dermot Gallagher clearly explained why Bruno Fernandes shouldn't be sent off, dead obvious he went yeah but do you think because he didn't get booked this is fed into Mitrovic fighting with him no yeah. just <laughs> leave it just it's nothing to do with it and it's just that constant thing of trying to get it back to Manchester United yeah I'm going to go with him but there could have been about 10 that have brought up Manchester United and referees this week I try, I'm trying to find the guy get involved in the comment in the chat or can one of the producers find out who he is I can't think of his name because um, I know what you mean um he does ref watch with him all week, doesn't he? You know what it is, right, with this dude, if I can find him? Um, 
there was it was that incident with the was it the right here we go I found I found it um, yeah That's because sorry I know this is great television just watching uh, <laughs> me going you should have seen um, them Google searches there <laughs> that I know, was yeah. mental <laughs> so the West I know yeah there. what sorry no. is that his name the guy with yes, the Rob Watton. There you go. Yeah, right. Oh, there it is. Rob Watton. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so this is the guy that, after the results, chants by the Island Women's team, and he apologised for singing a song referencing things he shouldn't have done, referencing the IRA, I think it was. He was then talking. He did the interview, and you think he made that point, and there was she. The, the, the kind of went back to it. The Irish. Um, I think it was Chloe Matuski. Apologised and said sorry, and then he was like, "Do you think you need a bit of education?" Around, and she was like. What? <laughs> Pretty sure they don't need educating on what, what happened in yeah. their own country for no. many years. I think that was a bit nonsensical, but he kept pressing it yeah. past the point of, you've made your point now, and he just kept going, and we've seen it. And I get it, like, there's a part of him who'll have a producer saying, like, you know, go with this, let's yeah, you know, yeah, go yeah. to the angle. But it was a bit silly when it's like, do you think that Mitrovic is thinking, oh, well, Bruno got away with this last week. So, so I, I can, can go it. and punch the ref. No? no, come on, man. You know that's nonsense. I get it. Um, just before I get to you, I'll do a couple of, uh, I'll do one chat I missed, sorry. Uh, Zandre Farman says, that's for giving Rashford five minutes in World Cup quarterfinals. I think he's talking about um, Rashford. Oh, mate, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, go on then, who's your Wally of the Week? Like Bagger said, it could be anyone. But um, the one that stuck out for me was Darren Bent, just talking absolute waffle. And yeah, he just annoyed me, so I'm going to go for him. Honourable mention to Sean Wright Phillips, who did the normal thing that people do on Twitter now, which is put a ridiculous statement out with only Old Trafford would this happen. And then anyone that like puts a, a normal argument to him just puts the little fish in the mode and you go, I was only joking. Oh, has he done no, that? No, but you weren't, no. There's that thing, in, there's, there's, there's fishing, or, or everyone's rattled. Yeah. And, you know. Uh, I've got loads of United fans in my uh, yeah, because you said I'm something gonna, ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think that's, uh, yeah, that's an annoying one. I'm trying to think who. Um, in my world of the week is and for once I haven't got like a you know a definitive obvious sort of you know one that stands out Um, I don't want to get all political there it is (laughs) there it is but right only in this country right can Suella Braveman go to Rwanda laugh her head off on a picture right in front of these glorified concentration camps and brag about the, the interior design of it. And because people have cut off, or some journalists or whatever, have cut off the people that are stood with her, so it just shows her laughing in that way, she's somehow portrayed as a victim in all of this. I'm like, we're through the looking glass, aren't we? And all right, we'll put the people in the picture, don't make it look any better. No. She still looks like, you know, the absolute twisted evil person that I think she is. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with that. And also, if you're gonna go abroad, if you rate your policy so much, why are you only inviting GB News and the Telegraph and the Mail? Oh yeah, they're gonna give me a proper, uh, you know, hardcore bit of journalism, aren't they? So yeah, that's my one anyway. Sorry for breaking my usual stance on not getting political <laughs> on this channel. I promise you next week, I'll just be purely about the football. Uh, Alex Bagley, where can people find you? Uh, Baggers underscore Alex on social media. Uh, yeah, go and check him out. Dave, where can people find you? In the pub, usually. In the pub. Oh, eh? yeah. Singing St. George in my heart. <laughs> eh? He'll be down there. <laughs> it's a <laughs> <an> easy joke. <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> uh, he'll have the last laugh. 
uh, like he did with Steve Cooper. Uh, go and check these guys out. You know where to find me. Big thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring the podcast. Link in the description. Go and check them out. Use the code Devil Sway. You get 20% off and free shipping. Uh, there's loads of other videos up on the channel, of course. We've got all the reaction from yesterday. We've got the news from this morning as well. So go and check that out. If you've not done already, make sure you are hitting like, share, and subscribe. That's been Dave. That's been Baggers. I've been Jay. This has been the Paddock Podcast. Thanks for watching. Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.